1: All right, all right, all right. Welcome in Sports
2: Talk 97.7, The Edge. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, the 29th day of January 2018. John Tabor running the board Odette death at the mothership in Rustin, Louisiana. Jamie, welcome in this morning. Belated uh, happy birthday. I'm sorry I couldn't get to the uh, to the birthday bash you guys had this weekend. Uh, apparently all went well. No bail uh, under a rock. Simply the best pet care you're going to get, folks. If you love your small animal, and I know you do, uh, go see Dr. David Weber. Northboro Animal Hospital, simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world. He uh, is conveniently located at US 165 North in Monroe, Right down between, give, give me the coordinates, Jamie.
3: Here you go, in case you are wondering, uh, this is the best way to find Dr. Weber. He's north of Brookshire, south of Bootleggers.
2: There you go. Right
3: in that little quadrant there. You will see him in his uh, nice new backyard, which he'll have this in summer, for uh, your dogs and cats to uh, frolic. Um, anyway, a tremendous doctor, tremendous veterinarian, tremendous wrestling coach. Yep. And uh, we highly recommend Dr. David Weber.
2: For your pet care needs, you can also chime in today, and uh, you're going to want to eight nine nine three seven seven six two, which is the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union hotline. Uh, you can avail yourself to that. Look, I, I want to get into into Michigan State. Uh, Larry Nasser, who has for many, 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 many years uh, been the team doctor at Michigan State, he's been USA Gymnastics. Doctor, he—I uh, think he was sentenced to 150 years or some 175. Yeah, 170. 100. You, I mean, you get past 100, it's sort of I overkill. But if you get past 40 for you and me, it's already a done deal. Yeah. Um, at any rate, uh, the dominoes continue to fall. In that case of of people that looked the other way, of people that didn't say anything, and and Allie Reisman being probably the most high profile right. uh, member of the USA Gymnastics to come out against him. Uh, just uh, basically took him to task in a witness, or, or, or rather a victim statement uh, symposium that they had uh, last week. But it's 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 reached further in. The Michigan state president, she was forced to resign. And again, if you are the head of an organization, ultimately you are accountable. If you are the chief of police, you are ultimately accountable for the behavior of every police officer in your organization if you're the CEO of a company ultimately you're accountable for is it fair is it right is it just Uh, in most cases no but you're ultimately accountable for that Uh, I I will regale this quick story with you I have a great friend of mine uh, that was a junior college coach up in the Pacific Northwest Mm -hmm. Uh, had been there for a number of years it it ran an exemplary program brought in a couple kids Uh, kids had no criminal background they robbed a liquor store, and one of them shot and killed a clerk. Mm. Uh, he was fired two weeks later. The coach. the coach, because he had brought those kids in. No criminal record. No criminal record. Nothing. I mean, you just you never can tell. But again, you're held accountable for the people that, that you bring into your program. Uh, the Michigan State probe is taking down the president. It has taken down the athletic director this week, and now squarely in the sights. Are the ever-popular duo of uh, D'Antonio, the head football coach at Michigan State, extremely successful, and Tom Izzo, who has literally been there since the mid-'70s in some capacity or another, Uh, national championships, Final Fours, impeccable uh, career thus far. But yesterday ESPN Outside the Lions did a report, Uh, and this also ties to Mark Emmerich, who is alleged to have known about 37 different violations or, or cases um, and, and did nothing or you know, is being accused of doing nothing. But Izzo's statements yesterday uh, gave pause for a lot of people. I know Aaron and Jake played that the first hour of uh, their show this morning. I was listening coming in, and I told John that I wanted to play that because I want to listen to the words that Izzo uses. Uh, these are carefully crafted. This guy's a very intelligent guy. Uh, he is in shelter-in-place mentality right now, and for, for a lot of different reasons, I would think. But listen to this statement, and listen to this this very uneasy exchange. John, go ahead and roll that. Well, no, it's been a
4: you know a, a time when there's a lot of distractions, and I think sometimes guys just have to focus in on their job and then deal with the other stuff after, and that's what they did. I said before, you know, we'll cooperate with any investigation, and always have. Um, we've done it before, and we'll do it moving forward. And that's about all I'm going to say on it, that we did cooperate with everything.
5: We want to give you every opportunity to answer questions. There's a lot of questions. A big one is, why did Travis leave the program in 2010?
4: I, I, I don't know what you mean. He graduated
5: he was with your staff throughout 2010 an allegation came forward later that year that from a from a woman and her family to the athletic department that he and two of your players raped her he then left the program later that year in 2010 why
4: to be honest with you i don't remember why he left i know he went to europe to play and and uh, as you know i'll, I'll I'll still say I'll cooperate with any investigation that's made uh, I did it then I did it before and uh, I'm not gonna answer any questions that aren't pertaining to either basketball or things that I am not going to talk about right now
5: let me ask you this question then looking back at the way sexual assault allegations have been handled by your basketball program do you have any regrets
4: I've cooperated with every investigation, every one. And I will continue to cooperate with every investigation, every one.
5: What do you tell them when it comes to the way they conduct themselves around women?
4: Now, there's a good question. And I tell them every day. At the end of every practice, in a huddle, I go over an academic thing, a couple social things, and a basketball thing. And that takes place every single day. And it takes place um, after every single game and every single trip.
2: Wow. Uh, let, let, me, let me put it like this, Jamie. If you listen to Tom Izzo, his words were very carefully chosen because he's in a no-win situation. Here, here's what you do, and I and I personally been in, I won't say similar situations, but not dissimilar. All right, anytime somebody comes forth on a college campus uh, and alleges any kind of sexual assault, any kind of violence, things of that nature, there's a couple things that have to be done, uh, several by federal law. All right, so let's address, and each one of these is independent of one another, and so. If you are an athletic trainer, if you're a coach, if you're any authority figure, a, an instructor uh, at that institution, by federal law, there is a chain of command reporting. All right? A uh, woman comes forth. She goes to, and I think it was actually went to the counselor. Uh, she went to a They counselor. have a special counselor yeah, they, they, just for this. They It went to the counselor, who uh, I think then took it to the athletic director who is required to notify the, uh, you have a Title IX investigator, uh, irrespective of anything else that happens, that has to occur. The Title IX people have to do their independent investigation, and they have to form a consensus in writing. A consensus in writing as to the outcome of the case. Uh, if there are legal authorities involved, in other words, if, if one of your students is accused of um, a, a felony, all right, not, we're not talking about stealing a textbook or a laptop computer or something, a, a felony, then the campus police, if they have jurisdiction, or if it's outside the, the the jurisdictional area of the campus, if it's another part of the town, then that municipality's police department, sheriff, you know, whatever that would be, that would have jurisdiction, would be notified. So there's a lot of different checks and balances here going on. And so there were two instances they talked to Tom Izzo, Number one, they had uh, one of his former players, who I think was a graduate assistant or maybe uh, one one of the low end coaches on the staff. Allegedly, he punched a woman in the face in a bar. Uh, that was eventually, according to the report on Deadspin, uh, negotiated down to littering. Uh, I'm not sure how you punch somebody in the face and he gets knocked down, and lit. But then again, I'm sure there was there there were extenuating circumstances. You know, maybe at any rate, that was not the most salacious or damning of the charges. The uh, And they, they accused the two kids, and they name them here, Keith Appling, who was a really good player, and a kid named uh, Adrian Payne, another uh, report that they were alleged to have raped a lady in their dorm room, but no charges were ever filed. Okay, that tells you a couple things. Either the charges, there was not enough information to substantiate an inquir- or a, a grand jury inquiry into it, Uh, The lady wouldn't press charges. At any rate, irrespective of that, you have to have a Title IX investigation. It has to occur, and there has to be something in writing. And so Izzo talks all the time like, look, I cooperate with every investigation. The deal is if there's no investigation, there's nothing to cooperate with. And this obviously is something the athletics department, uh, Tom Izzo, Michigan State, uh, the players, everybody else. And and you hope that there's nothing uh, substantiated with it. You want it to go away. Uh, look at Baylor, kind of the same thing. You want it to go away. Doesn't mean it didn't happen, but as an institution, you want this thing to go away. Um, Izzo said, uh, and again, it's just what his words, we've cooperated with every possible investigator. And what they did, just my guess, with this kid, they asked him why he left the program. You have a lot of people that leave your program as coaches and players. You know why. If he comes out and goes, well, I got rid of him because he was he was too much of a liability, well, you've just opened yourself up there. Uh, the, I'm not sure is, is basically the Fifth Amendment uh, in this case. And so Izzo is between a rock and a hard place as well because, again, he's guilty until proven innocent. The university and the whatever investigatory committees or bodies this went before – deemed no charges so now we're going to go back and look at reports from seven or eight years ago hey they should have had charges but well, if you're iso you're going well what you know what could i have done different i mean what would you expect me to do now if you're the athletic director of the president of michigan state also you're held accountable for larry nasser and now this has opened a more wide scale investigation into michigan state i do want to talk about that when we come back because at the end of the day jamie what exactly is the, is the NCAA's role in all of this? Are they going to become the Gestapo uh, criminal investigatory uh, body that, that some people would have them? Or is it something deeper that, uh, that we have never seen in college athletics getting ready to rear its head? you listen to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox. very serious subject today. I uh, appreciate it. i got a bunch of texts already we'll read when we get back. This segment brought to you. By our friends at PowerWorks Gourmet Pizza by Design. Go see Jay and Company. Chow Drive next to Duke to Monroe. Uh, I had the grilled chicken, or sorry, blackened chicken pasta last week. Oh, dear I highly recommend that. Hey. Spa, uh, <laughs> PowerWorks Gourmet Pizza by Design. Tower Drive in Monroe. Back in a minute.
6: If an insurance company is there to sell you insurance, shouldn't it also be there to service it? After all, what good is your insurance if you can't even talk to a real person about your policy, let alone receive prompt claim service? Don't worry. At Farm Bureau Insurance, we're here to help with experienced agents, so you never have to worry about who's going to be on the other end of the phone. You know it's going to be your personal Farm Bureau insurance agent with fast, fair claim service where you need it and when you need it most. Call today for your free no-obligation review for auto, home, and life insurance that's custom-tailored just for you. This is Tommy Futch. In Union Parish, call me at 368-9757 or see me at 507 Sterlington Road in Farmerville. Louisiana Farm Bureau Casualty Insurance Company. Louisiana Farm Bureau Mutual Insurance Company. Southern Farm Bureau Casualty Insurance Company. Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company. Jackson, Mississippi.
7: Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545.
6: Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call one
7: 800 The new year is here, so let's start something new at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. Starting this year, any new or used purchase from Brennan Dodge will come with oil changes free for life. That's right, your new or used car from Brennan Dodge will come with free oil changes for as long as you own your car. Just our way of saying thank you for the many years of support this community has shown us. And the all new Jeep Wrangler is just a few weeks away. So don't miss a chance to test drive the legendary Jeep Wrangler. Let's start something new this year at Brennan Dodge in Ruston.
8: When I got hurt in an accident, I didn't know how I would take care of my medical bills. I took out loans, borrowed from friends and family, but the bills kept piling up. That's when a friend told me to call attorney Bobby Manning. Bobby fought hard for me. He helped make things right. I'm so glad my friend told me to get Bobby
7: I'm Attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby
6: Manning, office in Monroe, call 324 1411.
0: I'm bad, and I'm better than ever. ever, I don't know. For making things better, it's bad. Cause your opinion, no matter, it's a meaning it's gonna step on who matters.
1: The Edge with Terry Waldrop is back, and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun.
2: And hey, welcome back in. It's Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, rolling here on a Monday, the 29th. I'm sorry. Yes, the 29th day of January. February. It's still, still bizarre to have the, the Super Bowl in February.
3: It is. I mean, we're going to
2: have it in March next. I mean, it's it just, it's you know. March Madness and the Super Bowl—you know, synonymous. Uh, at any rate, uh, you guys are welcome to text in triple eight nine nine three seven seven six two, Watchdog Valley Federal Credit Union Hotline. This segment brought to you by our friend, Mr. Bobby Manning, Attorney of Law, tremendous North Louisiana attorney specializing in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need. Uh, Bobby is there for you. Three one eight three two four one four one one. Couple texts in there. Uh, Jay wants to know what, what day is your birthday. What day was
3: it? Oh, it was. Uh uh, Wednesday. Well, what Wednesday. day is that? The 24th. Okay, yeah. Jays
2: is the 26th, so he thought you might show. I guarantee you're older than Jays. I'm older than everybody. Anthony yeah. Monroe, Terry's this is the biggest scandal we've seen as far as the extent of cover-ups and the different entities knew about all the accusations. You know, each one of these no, has gotten, I guess, more in-depth. If you look at what Penn State did, Penn State far and away what was the worst one I've seen. Uh, And they probably got the least penalties because they backed off half the penalties. Then you get into Baylor. Now you get into Michigan State. And the one common denominator, Jamie Foxx, on all three of these cases thus far, and you're going to see it with Michigan State as well, they clean sweep everybody. This is like going back into, uh, you know, where there's an infection in a hot zone, if you will, uh, and there's an outbreak of, of some kind of bad biological virus or whatever, and they carpet bomb everything. That's what you're going to see here, uh, I'm afraid, and I, and I hope it doesn't come to that, that, that state with, with Tom Izzo and D'Antonio. Uh, you've already taken down the president. You've already taken down the AD. Odds are they're going to clean sweep that whole thing. But I do want to get into this, and this is the bizarre part of it. What is the actual role of the NCAA? Uh, because if you look at the NCAA in itself, uh, they're established uh, with maintaining student athlete well-being. And it's not much as a law, it's a guidance. Um, and you look at the NCAA's mission statement, the core values, do they really have a criminal arm, an investigatory arm that's criminal in nature? I mean, look at all the things that happened in Miami uh, or even North Carolina. North Carolina with an academic uh, impro- fraud, let's call it what it is. It was academic fraud for 20 years. Here was the get-out-of-jail-free card for North Carolina with the NCAA. Since it was school-wide, if you will, it wasn't just relegated to athletes. They had a couple other people in there as well. It was a systemic school-wide program, therefore not specific to just athletes, although it was 90% athletes in the class. Right. Uh, the NCAA, in effect, let North Carolina skate. And are they going to do that here? When they go in with ISO? And with Antonio, and you're looking at different aspects of it, is Tom Izzo going to be held accountable for something uh, 10 years ago that apparently he went to the right channels to investigate? It was deemed they didn't investigate. Who made the call not to investigate it? Or who made the call to say, you know what, there's nothing here, there's nothing substantiated, Uh, we're going to get out of it? Uh, He is going to be drug into that. And and with football and basketball, especially football, you got 100 and some of those guys a year. The eyes of a hundred and something people having some issues, pretty significant. You look at Baylor, and I think Baylor was uh, was a force multiplier in the fact that they took kids like all of us do that have some baggage. Now you select the baggage you're going to take. Right. All right. If you take a kid that's been kicked out of three schools for stealing and he gets to your school, guess what he's probably going to do? He's probably going to steal. That's that's just that's just the way it is. I'm not saying that's good or bad. That's just the way it is. So. And, again, I know coaches all the time. I've talked to our kids for years about their relationships with women and how to deal with those things. Uh, that doesn't mean they're going to do it. And so I've had a couple of investigations I was sharing with you off air that I've been part of, not totally dissimilar to this, not to the, obviously to the extent of this. This is so much more high profile. But what jurisdiction does the NCAA actually have in this case?
3: Well, and if you want to believe what's happening with, with Mark Emmert, uh you know, they're trying to tie him into this. And, and I talked to Terry, I mean, is this, is this really, we at a point now where we're trying to extract a pound of flesh or we're trying to extract 25 pounds of flesh. And in other words, you're looking at uh, the North Carolina situation. You've got Penn State, Louisville, Baylor, uh, Michigan State now, all involved with supposedly sexual improprieties going on All in all of these cases. Why are they getting the, the uh, why are they getting the attention in North Carolina? Because they're high
2: profile. <laughs> right, and
3: North, North Carolina was like on the back burner. You never barely saw anything because
2: it wasn't, quote, um, an expression, sexy. Okay, let's and let's make a moral equivalent. There, there, there's a moral difference, all right, and I'm, I'm not going to lecture morality here, but there's a moral difference between the academic improprieties and the cover-up of sexually related, uh, allegedly, alleged sexually related crimes. All right, there there is a difference on that. Uh, here's the bizarre one. And here's where Mark Emmerent comes in. And Nicole Arbach, who's a very fairly uh, well-known reporter, and she reports, uh, she uh, does stuff for The Athletic now, she reported that Mark Emmerent was personally told in 2010 of more than three dozen reports of a sexual assault committed by Michigan State athletes. Uh, and she says he apparently took no action. You know, again, there is a chain of command that has to occur anytime you have an issue on a campus there and I've been part of this there's the athletic investigation that is independent of anything else there is the school investigation which is independent of this would be under whatever athletics is under say it's under the vice president of enrollment or, or what have you they you know you look at the tree the chain of command tree if you will uh, they do an investigation. You have people like Baylor. They will hire outside investigators to come in and try to get an impartial deal. Because if you're investigating yourself, you're going to tend to find things in your favor. So Baylor, when they hired the law firm out of Philadelphia to investigate, you have, yeah, you yeah you have an independent uh, source through that because you're trying to get at the truth. Then you have the Title Nine uh, investigator. So you have a bunch of different ones. But uh, Mark Emeritt, again, he was told of it, and, and what do you do if you're told of it? You run it through the proper channels and the proper courses, and you depend on the people in those positions to make the right call based on the evidence. Just because people report something, as we've seen before, just because people report something doesn't make it true or doesn't it make it untrue. You always want to err on the side of caution, but in America, you're still innocent until proven guilty. Sometimes, and I'll give you, there's a very high-profile quarterback, Jameis Winston. Personally, I thought he was guilty as he could be, but the evidence that they could weigh against him in the eyes of the people that made decisions did not warrant an indictment. And that's my opinion, reading it, I'm like, yeah, I think he probably is. For whatever reason, the people that power to be, the people that get paid to make those decisions, I don't have a law degree. And so public opinion is what it is, but they did not indict him. Uh, and you can say why or why not. The bottom line is they did. But what do you do? Mark, Mark Hollis resigned last week. That's the AD at Michigan State. Correct. Right. Um just before the outside the lines report, which was a bombshell, uh, it, re- it, it resulted in no punishment, and this was the thing that the spin they put on it: the uh, <laughs> the violence, the, the violence committed by the Spartans football and basketball players resulted in no punishment to the alleged perpetrators. How it, they, we know exactly. I mean, we're assuming guilt, whereas a, a, an investigative process, multi-layered. Found that there was nothing, um, or maybe they covered it up. Maybe they didn't. But at some point, you either trust your process or you don't. And I'm not saying things don't get covered up; they do. But we're so far into this, Jamie, that we assume everything is true prior to getting all the information. Am I wrong on
3: that? No, you're not wrong at all. In the sense that, um, you know, so many of these things end up getting uh, that, that do see the light of day. Mark Embert, in my opinion, you know, I'm not. I'm not the saying that. Uh, he's basically allowing, as you said, the process to take uh, Title IX, the school's investigation, the athletic department's investigation. All these have chains of command. All of these have to be uh, brought to light, heard. There has to be a hearing. And things like this go on. Why would Mark Emmer's interject himself into any of this, even at Baylor? You know, Why, why isn't this part of Baylor? Well, because... Mark Emmert's not going to inject himself into a school's own investigation.
2: Here is a disturbing, and I don't know this to be true. It's been reported by a couple different people. I don't know this to be true. However, if it is true, um, it's not a good look for Michigan State, and this could be this could be damning. Uh, Surface wise, it, it could be damning. Uh, matter of fact, I'm going to hold this over. You're going to want to hear this one, uh, and then we're going to get into some Super Bowl stuff. But this Michigan State thing, Anthony. Uh, You're right. This could be one of the most explosive things we've seen in sports in a very long time, Uh, the NCAA's role being redefined. We come back, there's a report out um, about some, some very shady decision makings, and it perhaps, if true, could shed the light, and not a good one, on Michigan State and a couple of individuals. Hi uh, this the Sports Talk 97.7. This segment is sponsored by our friends Jimmy Cooley, reminding you to support an incredibly worthwhile cause, the Louisiana Special Olympics. Jamie and I will be back in a minute.
7: The new year is here, so let's start something new at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. Starting this year, any new or used purchase from Brennan Dodge will come with oil changes free for life. That's right, your new or used car from Brennan Dodge will come with free oil changes for as long as you own your car just our way of saying thank you for the many years of support this community has shown us. And the all-new Jeep Wrangler is just a few weeks away, so don't miss a chance to test drive the legendary Jeep Wrangler. Let's start something new this year at Brennan Dodge in Ruston.
6: Of so mine goes a long way when you have the number one rated gun safe, a Liberty Gun Safe from McKinney Honda. Here's Richie McKinney. We now have over 100 gun safes in stock in 20 different models that range from 12 to 64 gun capacity. They're all fireproof, USA made, and have a lifetime warranty. And prices start at just $399. 12 months, same as cash financing, and delivery is available. For when the unexpected happens, McKinney's has you covered with a Liberty Gun Safe, your outdoor superstore, Ruston.
1: Ron Alexander, Clothiers for Men.
8: Hello, this is Ron Alexander. Treat yourself to the luxury of our fine tailored custom shirtings. With over 500 fabrics, 20 collar styles, and a half dozen cuff styles, the possibilities are endless. Nothing less than a perfect fit results with shirts sewn to your specific measurements. Throughout this month, purchase five custom shirts and your sixth shirt is free. You owe it to yourself to find out what others already know. Knowing how to dress is knowing where to buy. North 18th Street, Monroe. If you're a homeowner, you know how important curb appeal is. It does make a difference how your home looks from the street. An old broken garage door does nothing for curb appeal. In fact, it can lower your home's value. But a beautiful new door from Bayou Overhead Door not only adds to your home's curb appeal, it can provide the protection, privacy, and energy savings your family needs. For over 35 years, Bayou Overhead Door has installed only the best, highest quality CloPay doors and equipment to homes and businesses throughout North Louisiana. Now they also offer seamless gutters and durable floor coverings for your garage, patio, porch, or driveway, installed in just a day. So whether you're building a new home or remodeling your existing home, call for a no-cost consultation about the right garage doors for the best curb appeal in the neighborhood. Bayou Overhead Door 322-1090, or visit their user-friendly website bayouoverheaddoors.com.
4: Washita Valley, making good things happen. You want a credit union that works as hard as you do. You want the very best people looking out for you. Washita Valley, making good
6: things happen. Want to tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals, and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber, and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on 97.7 North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the
7: Hi, I'm Greg Tilly in Bossier City. You have got to check out our four-bedroom, three-bath, finished sheetrock double-wide. Same quality you see in a site-built home, but can be bought for only $38 a square foot. Wow, $38 a square foot for a new home? See it today at Greg Tilly's in Bossier City.
1: How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's the Edge with Terry Waldrop,
2: and hey, welcome back in Sports Talk ninety-seven-seven. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox, pretty serious subject going today. We've we've been doing this too much. Uh, the Michigan State thing going on, and I think this is going to get far worse before it gets better. Uh, there's a couple reports out there that uh, the two kids, uh, Appling and Payne, the, the case that, that yeah that was before uh, the prosecutor's office in uh, in Michigan State, it was dropped by the prosecutor who was subsequently hired to work in Michigan state's compliance office. No I haven't seen a complete verification of that, but I've seen that a couple different places um and if so that is pretty egregious.
3: That's pretty damning if that is indeed the case. Um you've got again the, I mean they in some things like uh the DeAndre Francois the quarterback at, at yes. Florida
2: State uh, tell, tell people about that briefly. That, uh, that, that has some, some correlation here as well. Well, the, the correlation being that, uh,
3: he and his girlfriend, supposedly, our ex-girlfriend, uh, she came to his apartment. Fortunately, there was another teammate there that could corroborate his story. Uh, she came in, was upset with him over something, started throwing things, objects, and so forth, and he pushed her out of the apartment, uh, supposedly, and she tried to, you know, then it was, he, uh, physically assaulted her and so forth, and the uh, facts didn't back that out. Those charges were quickly dropped. Um, this falls uh, DeAndre Johnson. Uh, you saw that uh, he had to uh, leave Florida State because of an incident at a bar involving a female. Joe Mixon, same way involving female. And those those two uh, videos that I did see, uh, I'm not making excuses for. What these guys put themselves into, but they were not the aggressors in that. I saw both the women physically push Johnson and Mixon, instigated the uh, the attack. The, the guys should have walked away; that would have been the thing to do. But uh, again, where are we now in society where uh, you know you some people feel the need to defend themselves,
2: and that's you, you don't can't do disrespect that. me, don't diss me, Jamie.
3: But we are having. What we're seeing is some, some huge double standards out there that are applying. And I think this is all an effort to try to control the message, whatever that may be, the dissemination of information. If you can control that from the standpoint of, uh, you know, Terry and I have gone on many times that uh, in this particular case, when you involve things involving um, sexual assault or alleged sexual assault, you are guilty until you can find somebody to prove your innocence and that's not the way things are supposed to work in this country um, I think there's a lot of things if you are a successful male athlete I can tell you that you have uh, you better be careful because uh, I've seen situations where children are used as weapons sure. against males I've seen ours as a, as a bargaining chip so to speak uh, it's, it's a very confusing and agonizing time when the lines are being blurred so much by what's consensual versus what's agreed to. Are we supposed to not? I mean, it's, it's, it's to me, it is a battle that uh, respect is one thing, and I, I, I'm totally not uh, you know saying that things like this don't go on. They do, and they should be handled appropriately, but now people are trying to make careers out of this. And that that line of questioning by the ESPN reporter proves to me, she's looking for her next higher paying gig. That's what she's wanting. She's wanting to extract, and she can basically say, indirectly, I brought Tom Izzo down because of my line of questioning. And that's you know, and that's the thing, people's reputations and uh, be damned. I mean, you're you're just. Uh, well, there's blood in the water right now. Yeah, it's, it's like throwing chum in a water yeah, or There's blood in the water
2: right now. And people feel empowered to go after people like that. And, and absolutely, people have made, you know, it, it's here. It, you here. could try that with Nick Saban. Bob. Oh, absolutely, you could try that with Nick Saban. And he would, he, and that may be no, next. Nick Saban's not oblivious to this. No. Don't kid yourself. If there's something that comes up there, it absolutely could take it. Look, it just took out Steve Wynn of the Mirage Hotel. It took down Harvey Weinstein. It was more powerful than any football or basketball coach we've talked about, including Nick Saban. Mm -hmm. And so this critical mass, this ball, is rolling, and it's got critical mass to it. And it's almost like a black hole in the fact that it sucks in anything and anyone uh, remotely around it. This very well could take down Mark Emeritt of the NCAA. And the funny thing here is, Jamie, and I was talking to a buddy of mine this morning, uh, As a coach or a leader, you make enemies sometimes you don't know that you have. And, like, for example, uh, Tom Izzo and D'Antonio at Michigan State, you're going to have people come after them right now that have no idea what's going on with with the sexual assaults or anything like that. They just don't like Izzo or D'Antonio. And this is a great opportunity for them to pile on. Sure. And so this is like over the top rope with an elbow drop. Uh, So you're going to see that. And it's. It's to the point when, again, you are guilty to prove it innocent. Are you responsible for everything that your players do? Well, ultimately you are, but then again, at what point do we draw that line? I mean, uh, you know, Vince McMahon talks about in the XFL, we're not going to have anybody but criminal records, but that's great. Define a criminal Is that a DUI? Is that littering? or Is that double capital murder? And what happens if somebody gets a DUI when they're playing the head? Do you kick them? I mean, there, there's so many. Everybody wants to make it black and white, right or wrong, uh, you know, A or B. And there's so many other uh, lines that are skewed there. And, again, this took down at Michigan State the president of the Board of Regents. And this is chain of command. You want to see chain of command? President of the Board of Regents, gone. President of the University, gone. Athletic director, gone. Do you really think it's going to stop there? No.
3: No. And people and th- people won't be satisfied until that that happens. Um, I mean, extracting a pound of flesh is, is is one thing. If you can take somebody's job away from them, that's a whole different in- entity and uh, a whole different. Uh, if you can, if you're looking at these things, and this is what throws me about all of this, Jerry. You look at powerful men, rich men with money. Let's just use the President of the United States as an example.
2: Who had nothing to do with Michigan State as far as we know. No, I
3: mean, you know what the latest is on him. And,
2: I, I'll be honest with you, I don't keep up with a whole lot of that stuff. It just it bores me now. I mean, there's so much salacious on you. You know, pick which side you want and pick the appropriate news channel, and they can tell you why the other side is I, I just if I'm done are, with it. If you are a rich, powerful woman or man, you really don't
3: have to assault somebody. People... Pretty much are going to do consensual. Now, if they do say no, that's one thing. You don't really have to. I mean, Melania Trump probably could have married any man in the world, right? I was available, just say. I was available, right? She had her choice many, many, many times. There obviously was something. For me, there's something about Donald Trump that was attractive to her that wasn't attractive to a lot of other women. Maybe it's money. Maybe it's whatever. I don't know. Successful? I mean, I've heard that women are, I've heard this is true, that women are attracted to powerful, successful men. I don't know. But now, are there women also that their sole goal in life is bringing down powerful, successful men? Sure. Apparently that's the case now. There's the opposite side of the coin. Uh, Do I envy Tom Izzo and and D'Antonio? Well, not in the position they're in right now, but... Do I envy the money that some of these people make? Yes. Do I envy their success? Yes. Uh, but their failure, my success in life, is not predicated about somebody else failing. That's the way I. That's the way you. I right. look at it. My success should not be predicated on bringing somebody else down, so I can be a success in life. And whatever
2: I feel better about myself. Yeah, you should. But. <laughs> Hey, we're going to go ahead and take this, this, this last break. We come back. I kind of want to segue out because I, I think you got a good point. I kind of want to segue out to, a, to a, not a dissimilar topic, but um, and we're getting ready for the Super Bowl this week, so we're going to be ramping up on the Super Bowl show. But at what point, who is off limits, Jamie, um, when you're doing reports on people? Are, are there certain family members? Or are there friends? Are there people off limits? Uh, and should they be? You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Warner, Jamie Fox. The are brought to you by our friends at Sponaville. for the special people in your life, folks. Hook them up with a Sponaville gift certificate, 318-807-1060. Sponaville, Lemmy Lane, and Monroe. Back for Momento.
1: Hey, Louisiana, do you want a great deal? Talk to Jim Taylor. He can make it real. Ford. Start the year off right with these huge discounts at Jim Taylor in Ruston. Get 12,000 off MSRP on a 2017 F-150, a 2017 Edge, 21987 a 2017 Fusion, 18987 a 2017 Focus, 12987 and come see the all-new 2018 Expedition.
6: If this tag is on your car, you know you got a great deal and great service at Jim Taylor Ford Lincoln in Ruston.
3: Price plus TTL, DOC, and notary fees. Stock number 17182, 17339, 17528, 17632. Must finance through Ford Credit with approved credit to qualify.
0: Bayou Independent Wrestling is ringing in the new year at the West Row Convention Center. It's brought to you by Cassidy Insurance Agency. North Louisiana title, Rock 106, New Country, 92.3 The Wolf, and Sports Talk, 97.7. Friday night, February 2nd, doors open at 7, the bell rings at 7.30 with six huge matches on tap, including a tag team match with Andy Dalton and a mystery partner versus John Saxon and Barrett Brown. Then the main event with current TNA star Chase Stevens. Battling it out with current champion Bordell Walker from the Southern Title. Other battles include Frankie Thomas, Danny Chance, and Steve Anthony, plus a live demonstration from Bob Allen Dojo. Advanced tickets are $10.15 at the door. Brought to you by Bob Allen Dojo, Sober Nest Recovery Homes, Professional Land Surveying, Calhoun Groceries, Sandra Fontenot Estates, Cool Pickles, Nell's Towing, El Chili Verde, and Southern Fire and Safety. Get your tickets now at West Monroe Convention Center and Coldwell Banker in West Monroe, or call 355-1301.
1: The 2018 Conference USA Basketball Championship will take place March 7th through the 10th at Ford Center at the Star in Frisco, Texas. Your Duncan Dogs and Lady Texters teams look to compete for a conference championship and continue their postseason play. Join the Louisiana Tech family as Tech takes over Frisco, Texas, presented by Peary. You can purchase tickets by contacting the ticket office at 318-257-3631 to guarantee seating with all Tech fans.
4: Washita Valley, making good things happen. You want a credit union that works as hard as you do. You want the very best people looking out for you. Washita Valley, making good things happen. Tornadoes, hurricanes, blizzards, wildfires. When a natural disaster strikes, the Army National Guard's citizen soldiers are on the ground at a moment's notice. Whether saving lives, protecting property, or restoring hope, they're driven by something greater, a calling to serve their community. If you feel called to step up, stand out, and serve others, visit NationalGuard.com. Learn about the benefits of part-time guard service, like earning a paycheck, gaining career skills, and help with college tuition. Are you driven by something greater? Check out the Army National Guard at nationalguard.com.
8: Are your legs tired and weak? Are you able to walk less than you used to or want to? How about sore, achy feet at the end of the day? These symptoms could be peripheral arterial disease or PAD. When in doubt, please check it out. Call a heart, lung, and vascular clinic location near you today to schedule an appointment, 329-1900. Dr. Borders has clinics in West Monroe, Monroe, and Winsboro and offers outpatient vascular Procedures for your care and convenience. Call the Heart, Lung, and Vascular Clinic today, 329-1900. Living on
1: the Edge, on the edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop.
2: Hey, welcome back in to Sports Talk 97. We covered a lot of the Michigan State stuff today, a couple of texts. Uh, any of us have been walked away when we are in a fight uh, or been attacked, it's easier said than done. Um, it is. It's harder to, uh, you know, particularly if you don't instigate it. Um, it's hard to walk away. I mean, you know, you have to walk away sometimes, Jamie. And, and it's not easy. I've been in a situation where I don't want to walk away. Um, It's crazy.
3: You probably want to walk away from me all the time, but I, I keep showing up like a bad penny, don't I? <laughs> you know, and
2: Chuck points this out. You know, this goes all the way back to 1991 with with Clarence Thomas in the Supreme Court. That's a very good point. Yeah. Uh, Chuck, i got to get Chuck on. Chuck, Chuck is like a historian. That's very good. Um, you know, it goes back to, to Clarence. I mean, and Clarence, the, the stuff in 91, dear God, Clarence Thomas, that seems like absolutely just nothing compared to the stuff going on today. But I want to get out of that and get into this. Um, Tom Brady, cut an interview short with uh, W-E-E-L, uh, and the reason being he was upset with one of the station's hosts who made disparaging remarks about his five-year-old daughter. What kind of human being goes after anybody's five-year-old kid? You know, the, the, the Nesser guy, the, the guy they just sentenced to Nasser, to, to, Nasser, Nasser whatever, yeah. I'm not going to talk about his children, because his children have got nothing to do with it, all right? And so, anyway, uh, one of the mid-20s, one of the millennials uh, on the show was talking about Tom, old, Tom Brady's 5-year-old daughter and called her an annoying pissant. That was the, that was the, uh, the verbiage used. And then Tom said, look, um, <laughs> here was his deal. He goes, uh, I've tried to come on your show for many years, and I've showed you guys a lot of respect. I've always tried to come in and do a good job. It's very disappointing when you hear the comments about my daughter. Uh, my daughter, or any child, certainly didn't deserve that. Well, what? Is, what? Five-year-old isn't
3: an annoying pissant.
2: You know, I'm,
3: I'm a I'm a I'm a 58-year-old annoying. You know, I was literally, called, but you can take care of yourself. Look, it's my entire high school life. I was called a a, a little pissant by my my football coach. What am I supposed to do now? He's gone now. I can't sue him.
2: Let me sue the estate. Maybe I can sue the uh, But he was right. I, I was. No, I mean, this, 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 Jamie, at, I mean, what, at what point do you go overboard? I mean, you're. I'm fair game. I get that. As a sitting coach or, or whatever, or a CEO, you're, you're fair game. And it goes as a politician. It would be like if I didn't like politician Joe. And I really hate Joe. I can eviscerate Joe on Facebook, social media. I can do interviews, whatever. But if I go after Joe's five-year-old daughter, and I just – I mean, they, really? Yeah. It, it's like the people that went after the Obama girls or Chelsea Clinton or, or the Bush twins or, or anybody like that. I just – I don't have a lot of respect for people like that. And they'll go as low as they can uh, to try to throw mud at you. I, you know, at what point is it over? And Tom Brady's like, look, I just – I don't appreciate that. I mean, you know, you don't like Les Miles. Great. Let's go after his kid. <laughs> Back or in that yeah, let's go after his kids or, you know, whoever it would be. Uh, to me, the sports journalists and journalists in general, uh, I think that is a career that has a identity crisis right now. At what point, Nicole Albright, as, as we talked before, Michigan State, when she threw the questions out to Izzo, uh, he obviously was not prepared for the questions. And he's trying to go, okay, what can I say to hopefully answer the question. He's deflecting the question. Well, of course he is. He doesn't have the answers. What do you want him to come out and say, yes, I knew they gang raped a girl, and I covered it up because it was better for my program? I mean, uh, you know, we cooperated. If they came in and did an interview with with Tom Izzo, there's a transcript of it. It's out there. It's not public record, but it could be. It's part of the investigatory process. I cooperated with everybody that came in here and asked me about it. What else am I supposed to do? And that's basically what he kept
3: repeating: "Is you know, uh, what am I supposed to do? I cooperated. um, I with every and and that, but that wasn't enough. She kept changing. She kept moving the cheese. Kept moving the ball. No, you didn't. So, in other words, what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to know what everybody, all you know, everybody's uh,
2: sexual proclivities are. In, and Jenny, in, you know, in,
3: the, in the Michigan State Athletic Department program,
2: Ditto no. talked about this. Well, what do you talk to your players about? Well, and, and he goes, we talked to them about social issues, and we talked to them about treating women. How do how they treat women? Jamie, that's a conversation I had with my kids every single day. There's a point you brought up, though.
3: They at a, a program where a guy lost his job, and we won't go into details. For 18 years, he ran a highly successful junior college program.
2: Yes. Uh, it in, was,
3: actually, it was more than that. I think. Brought in two kids. Clean records all the way. No no criminal pass, not even stealing a piece of gum. One of the two of them one night, for reasons to this day, still not known, went out and killed a convenience store clerk. Yeah, it was a liquor
2: store robbery. Yep. The coach gets fired. Yep. What do, I mean, you know, do we have to be Nostra Zamas and, and you know, how do you predict stuff like that? I mean, do you think FedEx ever has anybody that, like, has a breaking in or, you know, I mean, just and I'm using FedEx or, or, or Centrally. I guarantee there's somebody in Centrally with a criminal record. There's somebody at every school in America with, I mean, it, it just it happens. I mean, we're, are we asked to predict behavior prior to them doing it? You know, the, the caveat here is paler. I think that Art Bryles took calculated risks, gambles, if you will, on kids that had been in other schools that had been involved um, in those situations, that they had been involved in violence against women, or, or there had been some uneasiness. The Boise State kid, the one that came to Baylor, actually uh, did prison time uh, for rape. So it's one of those deals where where there's smoke sometimes there's fire, but you have to be smart about what you do, and everything is a gamble. Look, if uh, who's the best player to, if the, if the two kid from Hawaii? And, and I'll use him because he's very high profile right now. If he came out today and they found him with nine pounds of weed in uh, a dead hooker in his hotel room, and they had to get rid of him in Alabama, the phone would ring off the hook for people wanting to get him. That's just the truth. That, I'm sorry. Well, how can that be? Guys, I'm just telling you, that's the truth. That's the reality of the situation. Well, you certainly know he could go to 2nd Chance You for sure. But...
3: Uh, you get into situations, Terry, where do you at what price? I mean, what price winning, right? You have to. The, the people at Alabama are. Let's just use them because they're the the latest national champions. You can go every day. There's uh, players that get a, after they their eligibility. and some, why their eligibility is still intact been the, arrested for this. Has the, okay, we know look, what happened with
2: locally with Hootie and a- Look, him. Being arrested has nothing to do with your. It's two different jurisdictions, all right? It, it has nothing to do with the other. You, as the head coach, ultimately, uh, and I say ultimately, it's a head coach, the athletic director, it's president, depending on the program. You ultimately make the call on who represents you. You make the call on who you recruit, who you bring in your program, who you allow to stay in your program, and who you get out of your program. Right. And you are held accountable based on that criteria.
3: Well, and if, if uh, Tui, for example, if, if believe me, I mean, if he's deemed uh, dead weight for some reason and or he's a cancer on the team, believe me, there's another five-star ready to take his place. They're not really worried about that at Alabama. But at the same time, if it means... There, there are ways coaches deal with these things. There's more than likely, at a place like that, You're trying to find rooms for more scholarships to bring in another really, really good player that you're jettisoning off the team or that's injured or can't contribute the way they used to. That's just the way it is. But now we're treating coaches that have been weird. The deal now is go after successful people. Go after the Rick Pitinos of this world. Go after the Tom Izzo's. Go after the Mark D'Antonio's. Go after the Rich Rodriguez. Some of it may have some validity to it. I'm not saying...
2: Well, you're, you're guilty know, until you're proven innocent in this Art field. Martin Brown saw an opportunity
3: where he could bring... He thought his culture would make a difference.
2: And you know what, Jamie? It probably did for a lot of kids. It probably helped for them, okay. they, the ones that, that hurt the program. That, that's, that's what people don't get. Yeah. And here's the arrogance... And we're going to get out of here. Here's the arrogance of coaches, and I'm one of them, so I can... I, I will speak to this. The arrogance of a guy like Nick Saban or any really high level coach, or even uh, you get into high school and even junior high. Coaches that are successful and established think that the culture they create in their programs is beneficial for young men. Because you're going to deal with a variety of, a diversity of young men from different backgrounds, some of which have a great family background and they've had values instilled in them, others completely opposite the values they have or our situation. Zero. But what coaches will tell you, and they're right, is that you come into our program for four years, three years, whatever it may be, you're going to be a better person coming into our program when you leave than you were coming in. And that is the essence of what makes athletics and education so special. You've been listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx. Thanks to our sponsors today, Wachita Valley Federal Credit Union, Mr. Bobby Manning, Attorney at Law, Vantage, Powerworks Gourmet Pizza by Design, GB Cooley, and our main man, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Simply the best pet care you're going to get. Go where and see him on US 165 in Monroe. Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Thanks to all your texts. I'm sorry there was a bunch that you guys sent that I.